Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 20 of the Stream Queens podcast, where we review horror films and horror-adjacent films that you can stream on the internet. I'm your host, Rachel, and joining me today is the the bastard daughter of Loki, <laughs> Mars! <laughs> hey, Mars. Hey. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty good. I, as we talked before the show, I'm well rested since I overslept my nap like a motherfucking grown up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, as a grown up, you have the right. You know to what? Over, You're right. You're to oversleep right. naps. That's also, actually a good point. I I forgot to mention that today is the 25th day of 95 degree or more weather in a row oh, for the Portland area, hell which is. No. Extremely weird for Portland. Like, like I've always told you, we do get a hot streak, but it's usually like a week or less. Yeah. And it usually, if we're going to have multiple days that are, you know, in the 90s or above, they're usually broken up by a day or two in the middle that's like 70s or 80s or whatever, you know. But this is the 25th day in a row where we've hit but 95 degrees or hotter. <sighs> and I'm broadcasting from the like the eye of the firestorm. Yeah, all of my entire state is on fucking fire. I what? know it caught my state on fire. Sorry, <laughs> California really is the worst neighbor, right? It's <laughs> just one of uh, my the, my co-host on um, uh, Cast of Caw, DJ. He the fire was so close you could see the fire from his house. <gasps> oh my god, that's so and, like, scary. Have you ever seen that game Fallout? No. Okay. Well, it's set in like a post nuclear war future past thing. But anyways, it, that's what it looked like. Like the the air was like gray and like the sky was like orange. It was really troubling. That's so crazy. Oh the my god. The fire fortunately turned around before like it, he had to evacuate, but it was like touch and go. That was, well, that was the, when the Eagle Creek fire last summer was Yes! Happening. And I was, like, the next zone that was going right. to get evacuated. And I was just hosing down my roof and <laughs> hoping for the quest. change is a hoax. <laughs> just, like, filling my car with important documents and food. And I'm not directly next to any of the fires. We're getting a lot of smoke from mm -hmm. all the surrounding fires but there's nothing that's like threatening my home right now so at least that that's good yeah <laughs> mark? i don't know <laughs> i mean where you live though do you, does the graveyard kind of work as a fire barrier i don't know because it's all wooded up the hill from me uh... so and the fire will just run straight downhill right because yeah. it's fire and it's covered in brush and trees and stuff behind my house okay never mind so on the one side <laughs> Probably, but that's the least likely side that fire would come from. Okay. And then the side it would come from is just very, it's very supportive of fire. If, <laughs> if fire friendly? Yeah. It's very welcoming to the fire folk. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Actually, oh, you know what? You live in a wooded area. This movie this week must have been really fun for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of which, the movie that we're reviewing this week is um, my pick. It is a little movie called The Ritual. But before we get too far into that, because I feel like this could easily be spoiled, why don't you remind our listeners of what our spoiler policy is? Um, it, we're going to spoil just, just everything. We're going to talk about all of it. And yep. we tend to start at the beginning, or at the end of yeah. it. Yes. Um, spoiling endings almost right away. Yeah, this is this is the spoiler wall. Like, you know, some podcasts will be like, we're going to spoil it. And then they give you, like, a window 
where you know like we talk about things generally and then they put up another spoiler wall we don't do that this is it you have this is the last the wall. this is the last stop for you to get off early if you <laughs> do not want to know what happens before we get there yep 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 because yeah we're gonna spoil this shit um uh, all right so i have a warm-up question for you even though we've been talking about love hot things like fire um the warm-up question for this week is simply why is camping <sighs> why is it i just okay i just had this conversation with my brother and i think it was my brother you know it might have been you no. <laughs> it might have been <laughs> someone someone i spoke with where it's like i understand camping if there is a thing to do or a place to go that you cannot get to and away from in the same day. Like if there's a waterfall or like right. the Grand Canyon or something, you know, hot springs or guys, you know, something that you are camping at because it would take you too long to get to it and enjoy it and get back in the same day. Right. I can understand that. That seems fair. But then there's the camping where it's... The camping is the destination? Yeah. Where you get there, you set up, and you're like, and now we sit here outside for 36 hours and then go home. And <laughs> that's that. It's going to be cold at night and scary and possibly rainy. And if someone gets hurt, it's going to be a real serious deal because we're far from things and everybody's been drinking. Because for some reason, it's okay to drink during the day, like in the morning when you're camping. I mean, that's the one good part about camping. Time means nothing any longer or yeah. something. And so, and I am a person who, be, and I, people say I'm paranoid and I just say it's because I've seen a lot of things happen that probably shouldn't have happened. Yeah. But every time we're in situations like that, I'm like, I'm about to watch someone just like drive an ax through their own shin because they missed the log they were trying to chop or something, Ooh. you know, or I, I just have all these paranoid thoughts of different ways people are going to get hurt. And then we're going to have to figure out how to get them to the hospital. And also maybe it's because I watched too many horror movies. I mean, <laughs> saying things out loud. <laughs> like, you're not wrong <laughs> plus i spend like a good deal of money on a home and a bed and either warmth or cold depending climate on the time control. of year you yeah you pay to control the climate yeah just to then go out and spit in the face of homeless people and be like <laughs> i'm doing this for fun i have a completely structurally sound livable situation that is empty right now because i choose to sleep on the ground <laughs> and you know what's worse than a hangover a hangover while camping Oof, that's so true because you can't but, stay in the tent too hot for some reason even if it's freezing cold outside for some reason the tent is a sauna <laughs> yeah i can't fuck with camping i just can't do it i think when i liked camping it was because i was too young to like drink in bars yeah and so well, you would, like, there's... sneak off and, you know, get drunk. And But then it was always, like, overnight. And then you'd come home in the morning. Yeah, I think you're right, though. Something bad always happens when you're camping, too. Like, the last the last time I went camping, we were we rolled in a truck and almost slid off a, cr a car, oh or, uh, off a cliff. And crazily, we were filming at the time, so there is a video <gasps> of this. Oh, my God. And, like, we were, like, four-wheeling, and the person next to me, Renata, was like, I feel invincible! And then the <gasps> car was like... Oh my god. And we ended up upside down and, like, hanging from our seatbelts. And, yes, and we 
like and above us there was like water pooling but it was dry and we're like what the fuck is that and we realized it was gasoline pooling in the hood of this fucking oh truck. my god yes and so like when we fell out of our seatbelts finally to get out of this thing we, you had to land in the puddle of gasoline and it was like day one of a three-day trip oh my so god so we all just reeked like gasoline and had to be careful not to get too close to the fire for two more days Ugh. it was the worst (laughs) so like i'm with like so we're gonna get into the characters and stuff but i feel very dom identified i would like to be hutch but i'm a total dom and (laughs) like i understand his struggles so much and but you know and when it started out and they were camping in kind of the scottish highlands and I was like, I could do camping like that because my other thing with camping is the woods fucking terrify me at night. Mm. During the day, it's okay. It's not my favorite still. Well, okay, no. I enjoy the woods. I like the woods. But it, nighttime woods, I just, I don't trust it because the nighttime is when the majority of the things that live in the woods are now awake and hunting. Yes. And this is not even like, you know. The bears. Monster based. But then there's the part of me that's always like, you know, people do see Sasquatch on occasion, right. even if it's not actually a Sasquatch, even if it is just a weird bear or something. I still don't want to see something that is close to Sasquatch. <laughs> I mean, I want to see Sasquatch from far away. I don't like, even want to come across like skunks, you know, and oh skunks are common. <laughs> <laughs> and that was... Like, one of my thoughts in watching this movie is in the very beginning is I was like, you know, if I had a dead friend and this is what they wanted, yeah, I guess I'd go camping. Right. That's what it would take. Right? <laughs> Somebody would have to die. One of you guys is going to have to die to get me to Who's camp again. Be? <laughs> it's like, it's like, Can it be me? Who I really don't want to camp. <laughs> like, who really cares enough that I don't like camping to change it right. through their own death? <laughs> Awesome. Okay, so speaking of which, were you ready to dig into the pun or to the actual review? Uh, yeah, I think so. All right, cool. So this was a me pick. Um, I selected it for purely selfish reasons. <laughs> uh, I wanted to watch it again and I wanted to talk about it, so I picked it. Uh, I read the book it was based on by Adam Neville several years ago um, and absolutely fucking loved it. Thought it was just super creepy unexpected um books typically like every once in a while i'll come across a book that really gives me the creeps and when it happens it's so exciting and this was one of those times so when it came on netflix i literally watched it the morning (laughs) (laughs) like my partner wanted to watch it and i was just like nope cannot wait until the end of the day i must watch it immediately um but for whatever reason like it just the timing never worked out so that i had a chance to like talk about it on a podcast and this was my chance, so I took the moment. Um, and I also just really wanted to look at that creature design again, so. Oh my god. Right? Alright, we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> okay, so, uh, Marzi, would you mind doing the synopsis? Um, yeah, you're gonna have to... I know that this is an ongoing problem. I've just yes. never directly addressed it. Okay. I am really bad at catching people's names in movies. Okay, alright. And I'm then gonna, remembering them. I'm gonna walk you through. The and main so character even, is like, Luke. 
Like, even, yeah, exactly. Even I'm like, okay, so it's about this main character girl whose name I don't know. And, like, I just watched an entire movie that's centered around Melanie in the resort. Oh and I was like, I don't know what her name is. And I still, and I watched that movie three times, and I still have no idea what her oh name my. was. Okay, so here we are. We've got Luke is our main character. Okay. Phil Whom is. I, see, I feel like I've seen him before. I forgot to look him up. Yeah, though. that's actually, let me. Why don't I go ahead and look them up? Okay, so he's the main character. Phil is the guy who is the right, like the, Indian uh, or Pakistani yeah. gentleman who like gets to do almost nothing except for he does get naked. Yeah. Um. So hold on, this guy. The actor's name is Rafe Spall. But you're right. He, I he did look familiar, but I didn't know where I had seen him from. Like he kind of just sort of has like the, a like a English face yeah like you know i couldn't I mean? tell exactly i couldn't tell if i was recognizing him if he just looked like someone okay let's see here he was oh he was in jurassic work world fallen kingdom oh i haven't seen it oh shit that's what i know him from okay he's much better in this than he is in that oh really yes okay so he's luke the the indian do indian or pakistani gentleman is uh phil, phil the capable one who was in downton abbey for those of out there who watched it it was so good uh is hutch and right. then the guy that falls and hurts his knee and my meniscus yes mr meniscus is dumb <laughs> and then the friend that they're all mourning is robert is that helpful okay. yes okay all right yeah. i know it's a so... lot of names but you really only need to remember like three right <laughs> <laughs> sorry go for it so the movie starts out with this really cute little you know scenario of these four or five guys sitting around talking about what their next like bro trip is gonna be like where are we gonna go you like girls trip style but like bros and they're all throwing out all sorts of things and um robert suggests camping in sweden right isn't it robert who suggests yeah it? robert wants to yeah exactly he, he wants to go camping in sweden and everybody else is like no let's go to like las vegas or let's go to you know Berlin and all these things and they want to do like party city stuff and he wants to be a part of nature and uh anyway the group breaks up so that Robert and Luke can go to a look a liquor store that unbeknownst to them is currently being burgled whoops so they're standing in in an aisle I actually really liked this reveal too but they're just like talking and stuff and then they turn and the poor scared woman is hiding behind her counter and has been punched or already and uh anyway they realize the place is getting robbed and luke hides but robert doesn't isn't fast enough doesn't move fast enough and is spotted by the burglars um who also are also robbing a liquor store with a machete which was unique i thought it was a bat it was a machete i thought it was a machete i thought he got oh maybe it is oh no no maybe it was a bat okay i thought it was a machete either way it doesn't end well (laughs) it's not great and robert gets killed right so six months later, the remaining four guys are going on this Swedish camping trip as a, you know, tribute to to Robert. And it actually, and this is what I'm saying, is before they go into the woods, when they're camping on the highlands, I'm kind of like, you know, that is actually kind of cool. I think that scenery right. is really neat. I would do that before. I just, I just don't like sleeping under the trees and in the trees and with the trees. It's just there, there are too many things that can hide in the trees. And then this movie went on to, like, further prove my point that <laughs> there are too many Shit things. you never even thought of. Like, yeah, one. no, I wasn't even thinking in this direction. And it still was like, oh, I told you, too many things in the trees. Um. Anyway, they're trying to make it. They have 
uh, a reservation at a at a lodge that they're hiking to and camping along the way to get to. Um, on their way there, Dom trips and injures his meniscus. Yes, which is a knee part. Yeah, I think it's the 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 tendon that holds on your kneecap. Gross. Yeah, the co-host on one of the other podcasts says, uh, "Zombie girls, she tore her meniscus while walking on her knees across her bed." Yeah, you told me that story, and I have not been able to do that oh. since. And you told me that story like two years ago, and I cannot walk on my knees across my bed <laughs> no, since. Same. I all I can think is like how and it I've like started it into her leg. <laughs> oh, Sarah, sorry, girl. <laughs> <laughs> And then what further made me even more like, well, I definitely can't do that ever is remember a couple months ago when I was putting a bed sheet on my mattress and my hand exploded? Yes. For no reason. That was wild. I've and never so, seen anything like that. Now, even more so, I'm like, you know, beds are dangerous. <laughs> right. You should just use them for sitting and laying down and sleeping and sex. But then you should not <laughs> be trusting it with your, like, you know, jointed parts because... My hand exploded for no reason. Like, yeah, I really reached down, did. put a fitted corner sheet around the corner of my mattress, lifted my hand back out, and it was twice as big and purple. I was like, I didn't even feel it. I didn't even feel something so happened. It wild. just came out. Did I tell you what it ended up being? No. Uh, I ended up, I ruptured a blood vessel, and it what? created a gigantic cyst. What? And so, yeah, I can't remember what it's. It's actually, like, it's got a name. Like, the type of cyst actually has a name, but I can't remember what it is right now. Is it, like, a blood blister? No, it was full of joint liquid. Like, joint fluid. Oh, yes. I've seen these on Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh, (laughs) Oh, no shit. That's what happened? Yeah, it just was really big. Wow, that's wild. Basically, my options were like, I could have it surgically removed, which would have been stupid because it will either drain away on its own over time, or if I accidentally hit it again, it'll probably burst and then drain away on its own. So I was like, well, I'll just wait, you know, and I'm clumsy enough that I probably will smash my hand in something. But I didn't. It just went away on its own, but it took like six weeks. (laughs) It's just crazy that it happened so fast. Yeah, that thing just... Infla- I mean, to be fair, the first the first bump was really, I mean, it was big, but it was like maybe um, the size of a marble. And then a couple of hours later, I was like, I'm going to write myself a quick grocery list or whatever and use that hand and something in it shifted. And that's when it swelled up to the size oh, of an egg. Oh, fuck. That's so wild. something happened when I tried to make the shape, the hand shape you need to hold a pen. It shifted something else and something else popped. And that's when it became the <gasps> walnut egg sized. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, that was but it was It was gross because it was one of those things like in a movie where I'm looking at it and I can see it growing. And I was like, I don't really? know. Is it going to stop? Is it going to pop? Do I just let it? What happens next? You're lucky you're such a chill person. I would have freaked the fuck out. <laughs> you are. You are. So you are definitely the, I'm the Dom and you're the Hutch. Like there, there's no doubt about it. I'm the Hutch if Hutch needed <laughs> camping. Yeah. But I mean, like, you're, I don't know that Hutch loved camping, but he was like the capable camper. That's true. And I feel like you're a capable camper. And I'm like full on, like, panic. My meniscus. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we should have gone to Vegas. <laughs> I know. That's, I want to be Hutch. I admire the Hutchiness, but I am, um, I, I have to be honest with myself. I can't <laughs> lie. Full on dumb. Yep. So I'm sorry. Continue. I forgot where I was. I got too hung up on the meniscus. Um, oh, they, right. So 
he Dom injures his knee, and it sounds like it's probably something he's hurt before because he's like, ah, oh, it's my meniscus, I know it. And so he gets a hiking pole out, and he's just very... Morale is starting to drop already because yeah. the guys are like, oh, great, now he's going to be all whiny the whole time. And Dom's <laughs> just like, I didn't want to come here in the first... I wanted to go to Vegas. I wanted to go to Amsterdam or whatever, you know? Yeah. So they're camping. It's raining now, which doesn't ever help anybody's mood when you're no. camping. Mm-mm. And they decide... Hutch and Luke decide, well, we can take a shortcut through the woods and then we can get to the lodge by this evening instead of taking two or three more days because Dom is whining. Right. Which, as someone who suffers from a lot of physical, chronic physical pain, it just really bothered me that everybody was like, you need to push through because that's, it's not, and maybe he was being whiny or whatever, but I'm like, you know, it's not fair of you to assume someone else's pain level. Right, especially when we, he does get his pants off and you see how fucked up his knee is. It's so bad. It's all swollen and discolored. Curved, and... Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. As someone who has a recent knee injury, I was feeling every step of that. <laughs> oh, God, I think about that every once in a while. Oh. I didn't even see it, but I have a slide for what my brain has decided it it's looked what it, like. It's what it, It's what it. yeah. Whatever you're picturing in your head is probably right. It was it's, the most grotesque thing I've ever seen in my life. It's in my horror slideshow now, and I mm-hmm. technically did. It's, it's a figment of my Occasionally own Occasionally it but... pops into my head, and I just, like, do a full body shudder. But yeah, so I, I, my point is I had a, all the sympathy in the world for Dom. And I get it. Like, some people do have really low pain thresholds and will make a bigger deal out of smaller injuries than they need to make. But it right. still doesn't mean that you need to tell someone, like, my assessment of your pain is that you are being weaker than you can, you could be. You right. know, like, that's just, it bothered me. It was, it bothered me. Yeah. yeah. It touched it of a nerve for me. It bothered me. <laughs> So, like, your sun sign is Hutch, but there is, like, a rising sign of Dom. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, they go through the woods to take this shortcut. And I think it's Phil who says the line. Is it Phil who's, like, he learned in the Boy Scouts that if if a shortcut. Dom. It's Dom. Is it Dom? Mm Mm-hmm. Who's, what is it? It's something like if... If, it was a sh- if a shortcut was really a shortcut, it'd be called a path. Or oh, a route. Right. Or a route. Yeah. Whatever. And I was like, you know what? That's really smart. <laughs> right? Like, that makes a lot of sense. Like, instead of a shortcut and being like, well, the general ro- route we use is twice as long and harder. But even though we know of a shortcut, like, yeah, no, that's a, that's a solid point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so is it the first night they camp... In the woods, or do they come across the house the first? I can't remember. Um, I think they ca- they're walking through, but it's become night, and they're like, "We're supposed it's... to be there already." Well, it and starts not. to like, or no, they come across the bear hanging in the tree. Oh yeah, right, and it starts to rain, and so when they happen upon the house, they they decide to break into it. Yeah, that bear in the tree was not a good sign. Or no, it wasn't a bear. I'm sorry, it was a, a oh, stag. It was I a thought stag. it was a bear. In the book, I think it's a bear. That's why I think I keep... But, like, they, they're they like, well, it's still bleeding, so yeah. we probably should go. Yeah. That's recent. Yeah, and really high in a tree. Not a good it, look. And not something that animals do. You know, right. this is not, like, the hunting practices of the local red-tailed hawk. This is... <laughs> this is other things. And even if they're like, well, maybe it's hunters and they're using it as bait. And I was like, well, do you really want to come across people who have done that in the woods who have guns and are not expecting you? 
you know, bad plan. I don't want that. So anyway, it starts to rain, it starts to get dark. They're not at the the lodge like Hutch promised they would be. Dom's knee, which we find out later, is actually like pretty pretty injured. Yeah. And so they come across this like dilapidated old cabin and they decide, well, we're gonna break in and we're just gonna stay here for the night because it's either that or it's camping in the rain and nobody wants that. So they break into this cabin that looks pretty much, I mean, it just looks disused, uh, abandoned, kind of, even though there's a shotgun and some clothes hanging, but Mm -hmm. it looks pretty abandoned. And then, like all courteous people do, they start deciding which of the furniture they're going (laughs) to smash apart to start a fire in someone else's house. It's like not enough that you just broke into someone else's property, but now you're like, what of their shit can we burn? What what should we burn first, you guys? (laughs) Which I understand it looks, you know, it's the kind of location where you're like, well, nobody frequently, you know, comes here. But still, you know, it's Uh not rude. So anyway, three of the guys are figuring out what they're going to burn, and Phil wanders upstairs and finds just such an unnerving statue. (laughs) So unnerving. It's like made out of sticks with antlers for quote-unquote hands. Yeah. And like hoof feet. No head, even though we find out later, actually it has all those things, just not in the right places. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, that's, this part is really, really creepy. Um, I remember it from the book and being really excited to see what this thing looked like. Because, you know, it's like hard to kind of picture things sometimes in your room. Right. And this did not let me down. That statue was terrifying. It is creepy. It and is I agree really with Phil. really creepy. This is witchcraft. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and like starting the movie, I was trying to think like, okay. I, I had I honestly had no idea if it was going to be monster movie or if it was going to be like possession movie or if it was going to be like well these guys turn on each other and slowly murder each other right. movie. I oh, had that's no idea. Fun. But I was trying to think like okay, if it is a monster movie, are there is there like monsters, you know, what mythological scary monster is native to Sweden because okay. you know. And I think it's like I I think Sweden has something that's like it's kind of like a goblin, but it's got its own name or like gnomes or something. But and it was not any of these things. Right. Was not I was not anticipating any of this, but witches came to mind too because I was like, well, maybe they have like some sort of like wood hag or something. And it was like it's witchcraft. <laughs> hag, I like it. And he was when like, this was, is definitely witchcraft. When I was watching this with the boyfriend, he was like guessing what things were. He's like. Yeah, it's Sasquatch. This is a Sasquatch movie. Uh, it's aliens. I finally, I, like, after like the fifth time, I was like, just stop. You're not gonna guess it. <laughs> Whatever you think it is, it's not it. <laughs> like, because your brain you hasn't even come this. up with this yet. No, I was like, just, just go with it. It's not what you think it is. Like you're basically <laughs> trying to guess a color you've never seen right. before. It's not gonna happen. Exactly. <laughs> <sighs> so after they discover the creepy statue thing upstairs yeah they decide to they all go downstairs to sleep and luke is woken up by the moment where i thought oh wait is it aliens right (laughs) a bright bright light just flooding the cabin right and so he wakes up and in another part where i'm like you know one of those things you know you have thoughts where you're like come on man like you can't be this stupid but if things weird things happen in the woods 
you wake someone else up if only to have a second witness so that later when you're trying to tell someone about what happened you don't seem crazy because you need at least one other person this isn't even beyond like the you know buddy system like always safety first this is just so that you have someone to back up your story right (laughs) you don't want to be the one that's like it was an alien abduction everyone's like oh you dumb redneck you need you need a corroborating redneck (laughs) (laughs) but he doesn't and so he goes through the door of the cabin and is in the liquor store where robert was killed yeah except for it's like dirt floors like I loved woods. that, like how yeah. it was like the upper half was like the the liquor store, and then but then it was like the forest floor at the bottom was yeah. such a cool effect. Like and it like really kind of gave you that dream feeling of like the lack of logic. Yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah. hate a dream sequence. I liked this one. Yeah, I did too. I actually thought it was really good. And then and I thought you know on top of that he's sleepwalking while he's having this dream so his feet would be actually experiencing the feeling of walking on the dirt and the pine needles and stuff and it's so like the fact that it also manifested in his dream was really cool um anyway he is dreaming and he's sleepwalking he wakes up outside of the cabin and something has just like crashed away through the woods in front of him Mm. and now he's bleeding (laughs) from a mysterious pattern in his chest which like also again speak up Bring things up to people, maybe. Maybe right. tell them, like, oh, we all had terrifying dreams. I have wounds now. Just saying. <laughs> right. They're not super bad, but I just think someone else should know about this. Also, yeah. in the event of septicemia, then you'll know where the right. blood poisoning came from. Right. Yeah. Mm. I'm just saying, you should, you know, be vocal about about your life sometimes if you see something say something right yeah (laughs) especially if it's on your own body and it wasn't there before your dream and now you're openly bleeding yeah 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 yeah. so he wakes up from his dream he's a little doing his like what the fuck just happened and then screaming from the cabin so he runs back in and everybody is in the midst of like some sort of just awful awful nightmare right and hutch has peed on himself Mm -hmm. and dom this is where we see dom's knee and it's all like just this whole series of wrong colors and he's screaming out his wife's name and then he goes upstairs to find phil who is completely naked and praying to the statue which is super unnerving super unnerving and his he's covered in like dirt smears and stuff so uh-huh. he's been outside also possibly or i guess he could have just laid or down on the floor in this cabin outside was in there yeah or that not good oh so many things about this movie were genuinely so scary yeah <laughs> like and it's not often that they're i mean like i watch a lot of horror movies right. and the majority of them i'm like oh that was that was creepy or that was good or whatever mm-hmm. but there aren't that many that i'm like <sighs> oh god i'm so glad but this is like i mean this is like if we had watched another shark movie and it'd be like i already hate the ocean but now i super hate right. the ocean now i'm like i already hate being in the woods and in the dark mm-hmm. now i super oh and also because i have really bad dark like night vision oh. like it doesn't take that much darkness for me to stop being able to see altogether like there are many there have been many situations where i'm with people and other people can see completely fine in the dark because their eyes have adjusted and for some reason mine just don't Mm. so like and i like i was walking um for my brother's birthday we went to bend and we rented an airbnb that was within walking distance of these bars he wanted to go to so we were walking back from the bars and there were street lights 
and I still couldn't see enough in the street to be able to walk. I had to like keep a hand on his girlfriend's shoulder to be like, just lead me through the shadows. Marzi. Because my eyes just don't adjust to the darkness very well. So I think that's part of my fear is that when I'm in the woods in the dark, it's because I can't see the woods, but I know they're there. Right. (laughs) <laughs> fills me with real anxiety but now even more so yes. but I guess if I just don't go to Sweden then I'll be you'll fine you'll be fine you'll be good <laughs> <laughs> then I just have bears and spiders to and Sasquatch about. you'll be fine you'll be fine <laughs> but I'm, I feel like Sasquatch is one of those creatures that like if I was stumbling through the woods in right. the dark he'd know somehow because of his animal instincts that i can't see him and i feel like he would just sit very still and wait for me to stumble right. my way past like, him keep it moving stupid human I know. keep it moving <laughs> like, sharper oh. eyes have missed me before keep it moving He's like oh the, the hairless baby monkey is sick just let it go <laughs> i like your version of sasquatch <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay anyway so they decide to leave this nightmare cabin because nobody's had a great experience there right and they dom starts to follow what he interprets as a path um i don't know i had mixed feelings about everybody's mixed feelings on the path right because some people were like well it's a path leading away and that means people and some other people were like yeah it also it means people who come here and i don't know i think at that point you take what you can get though you take the path I, I think someone with a hurt knee is like finding an excuse to walk on a path you know yeah. what i mean but yeah. it, you know in that moment like oh wrong choice yeah wrong and choice. So some people are like well we should go back out the way we came in and you know dom's like but that's the long way to the the lodge which i am on the side of like it doesn't matter if it's the long way we're getting the f out of the woods yeah. asap right and we know that that will get us out of the woods in a day or less so that's how that's where I'm going. Y'all yeah. are on your own for whatever you choose though. Yes. Which means that if I had been the fifth person on this camping trip, I would have been at the lodge just like twiddling my thumbs and drinking whiskey and being like, Ugh, I feel like those guys should have really been here by now. <laughs> I wonder I wonder if they're okay. Oh well. Oh well. <laughs> I'm sure they're fine. Yes. But <laughs> it's I just totally... me taking selfies with with like you know food and whatever while all of my and friends Sven, are getting murdered. And the like friendly lodge owner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I the one thing I like I actually like totally think this movie does a good job of of like if you've ever been in a like scary situation that you just wanted to end but you just have to kind of they're like you can't just get out of it like you have to just push through it like and that anxiety of just wanting it to end I feel like this. I really kind of got that sense when they were just, like, stuck in the fucking woods. Yeah. I hate that. I think it did a really good job of showing, like, not even when it's, like, a scary, you know, life-threatening situation, but the way friend groups can break down when everybody Uh, is is upset and everybody is exhausted. Like, even if you, like... Everybody, we all go into the city, and then, but now it's two in the morning, we all have to make it out again, and everybody's frustrated because everybody parked other places, and nobody can agree on a plan, and Aaron just wants pizza, and we all have to get on the bar, you know? Yeah. And every, all of a sudden, it's like, I, I just, I can think of so many situations that I've been in friend groups like this, where I'm looking around being like, it's crazy that we're going to be friends in the morning, because we are not being nice to each other right now. Right. That's so true. And it's all just because of stress, and everybody Everybody's tired and everybody's right. frustrated, you know. But I think this movie did a good job 
at this earlier point before everything starts getting really scary of just actually depicting four dudes who are just exhausted and tired and want each have has decided that they have the right idea right and nobody's agreeing and dom is stomping off and kind of throwing a fit i know i know that i sympathize with him with the nobody gets to tell you how bad your pain is but like come on man yeah yeah like maybe the guy throwing the fit is not the one to listen to but then at the same time like you have to default to the person that's being throwing the fit like that also feels very realistic yeah because like what are they gonna do separate no but if this person is so stubborn then well fuck we gotta go with him i guess right yeah Hmm. which Mm -mm. is like just a really it's a cheater's way of getting your way yeah that is true (laughs) (laughs) because yeah so they go off through the woods they start seeing signs of man-made i couldn't i didn't understand what they were until later but it's like you know man-made cuts of you know cut down trees it's obviously been cut down by axes and tools and stuff so they figure you know oh well we this must be the right direction i'm having a hard time remembering what happened next i'm jumping Um, straight to the very end okay well this is the part where they're sort of like wandering through the woods and they come across like a tent where somebody had gone missing in like 1984 um and they they decide like okay um they're like they're wandering around and they end up having to stay in in the woods one more night and during the night luke has another one of his nightmares and hutch gets taken that's right and shit gets worse because they run after him and then fucking lose their way back to their campsite so now they have nothing and they're wandering through the woods and they find him in the tree right yeah yeah oh yeah because they take down his body and they're like we'll come back for him Yes, and, like, Dom's, like, putting sticks on his body. <laughs> You're like, get the fuck out of the woods! <laughs> Hutch doesn't care if he has sticks on his body. Go! go! I know, right? And uh, probably don't come back for him either, because that's how the sequel of this movie gets made. Right? Yes. Uh, I'm going to give you permission right now, Mars. If we're ever in a situation where we're in the woods, and I get taken and disemboweled by an ancient creature, you can go ahead and leave me unburied. Bounce! I, I, you are free, free to run. <laughs> you know, I appreciate the permission, but I'll be honest with you, that's what I would have done anyway. <laughs> like, may your spirit find its way to wherever you believe they go afterwards. But like, <laughs> I love you. It was good. Later. <laughs> Word. <laughs> but I appreciate now that I can do it with a clean conscience. Yeah, keep it <laughs> nice and clean. <laughs> no sticks for me. Plus, it's like, it's the woods. Like, you're just gonna, it's the natural cycle of, right. you know, you're just gonna become a just bunch of trees and flowers. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Um, So then it's next that Phil gets taken, right? Uh, Yeah, so Phil gets, in honestly, one of the, like, most surprising moments is when, like, when they get separated and Phil gets snatched. Oh, but we forgot to mention when Luke first sees the creature. Oh, yeah. And I had to replay this part probably five times because they do the music and right. he starts There's... back like he saw something, but I didn't see it oh, over and yeah. over and over again. I played it and I just kept getting like closer and closer to my laptop screen. Like, what am I missing? Uh-huh. And it wasn't until I was like holding my laptop almost up to my face that I saw the hand. And? And it was so creepy because the shot after that, <laughs> when it's moving, I was like, okay, I see that. But, like, what is this, the first What's the scare? stinger about? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
and it was so once i saw it i was like oh why is my laptop so close to my face (laughs) (laughs) it was so creepy nice (laughs) anyway i just had to bring that up because i was determined to see what it was usually i give up if the sound has happened no but it's a good one and this for some reason my instincts were like no find it find it i love that have you seen hereditary yet no okay well there this is not a spoiler don't worry but there is a moment the this the movie is very like the way the pacing is is it really draws things out and there is a point in the movie i saw it in the theater where there's something on screen that is not readily visible like you don't see it right away and then eventually because this the camera just stays there you notice it and I listened to a, a, a like a packed audience discover it. Like I was like, "Oh fuck!" And then someone in front of me was like, "Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh fuck!" Like it, it happened all across the movie theater. And oh. it, it's such a cool. Mo- That's a disturbing ass movie. I do want to see that one though. I think you'll like it. It's it's disturbing. Yeah, but I like disturbing. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. So then Phil gets taken. Yes. In. A snatch and grab yes. scenario, which was also really startling because it just shows that this thing right. could be right next to you. Right. And is blending in so well that you don't see it until it's got you. Exactly. <sighs> right. <sighs> if there are as if there are like characteristics that I hate in a monster, it's that. Right? <laughs> which is probably why I hate spiders so much, because I'm like, you could be anywhere. be on me. Oh, and I I wouldn't don't know. say it. <laughs> Ever told you like you know when the you're you know the cat's on your lap and all of a sudden they like look at something and you're yes. like yeah so Alice when she, she does it more often than than Helby's does but she was sitting on my lap and then did the thing and I was just sitting there like oh please be a ghost and not a spider please be a ghost and not a spider <laughs> for real I feel the same way because <laughs> like a ghost there's nothing you can do about but a spider you're gonna have to deal with I know like you could just resign yourself like yes it's a haunting. Keep it moving. Like, it's probably, honestly, it's probably just hanging out. Right? Like, it's not even doing anything. Like, it's like, let's watch that ritual movie again. But if it's a spider, I have to do Deal something with it. about yeah, it. Yeah, there, there are actions you must take. <sighs> anyway. All right, so sorry. Continue. Phil is snatched and grabbed. Yes, he is. Although- Dom hides in a tree stump. <laughs> See? I am Dom! <laughs> that is my move! Tree stomping! <laughs> and it's, is it, because Luke comes out of a vision or something? I think I'm hazy on this part because a cat was throwing up or something this and I was trying to. interesting because he, yeah, he has another one of his visions and it's kind of light out when when we see the hand, and then when he kind of comes to right before Phil gets snatched, it's dark. Oh, right. So they've been stuck in this forest. Yeah. And he goes back to only it's, it's is this the one where he's kind of reversed roles with Robert, where in his vision he comes out of the liquor store and he's the one who's been hit or whatever. No, but he does come. I think we see what happens next when he comes out of the liquor store because, like, his three friends are still there, are there and they look at him. Yeah. But I don't know that he's supposed to be Robert. I know that Robert at one point calls him a coward, but I think that was in the woods when Hutch gets snatched. Yeah. No, there's some. He has some vision where he's the one who gets hit mm. instead of Robert, and then he comes out be. of the liquor store and he's got the head wound or okay. whatever. Because early on he gets accused of, you know, there wasn't even any blood on you. And, right. you know, he's dealing with a lot of guilt. Yep. And because he, he has... hid instead of coming to his rescue. 
just the saddest guilt face through this entire right? movie. <laughs> yes, he does. I agree. <sighs> Even when he's like scared, it still looks like his sad guilt face. <laughs> just like <laughs> now he's running. It sucks to be Luke, man. It sucks to be Luke. It's a rough weekend for Luke. Yeah. Everybody else dies, and it's a rough weekend for Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Right, 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 right. Uh, so anyway, so he and Dom are now hiding in a tree stump, and they're like, "We just have to, we just have to run." And I actually thought this moment was really funny, where he's like, "Okay, count of three: and he's like, one, two, three. And then neither of them move. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought that was funny. So they yep. go running through the woods. They are being hunted. It is very scary. They come across a cabin. They bust through the door fall inside, slam the door, and that's when Luke realizes that there are lights on and there's music playing and there's Creepy a person. music playing. Yeah. And there's a person and then they are knocked out yes. and captured mm-hmm. and wake up in a basement, which is never where you want to be. No. Somehow they were running through a monster and then things got worse. Right? <laughs> you know, and I bet you, they didn't say it, and I'm glad they didn't, but like, I bet you at least one of them is thinking like, ugh, I can't get worse than this, and then they get kidnapped by wood folk wrong again bob (sighs) so they wake up in that basement there are the sounds of construction outside which is not what you'd expect and he pokes a hole in the dirt between the logs in this cat so i guess it's not a basement it's above ground yeah yeah and they're building something and it is not immediately clear as to what i mean i'm not a carpenter so i wouldn't even have been able to recognize like if they were building like the actual framework of a house i'd be like i don't i don't know is it (laughs) fences maybe i'm not sure yeah and uh, probably not going to be good based on the look of these folks right these two have just been kidnapped and chained up inside of a cabin they're probably not adding an addition onto the kitchen right now (laughs) (laughs) they're probably not going on with life as usual with no Mm -mm. prisoners in their cabin so an old lady comes down or comes down. I keep thinking it's a basement, but it's really just it's just a room. It's yeah. a log cabin. It has room. very basement esque vibe to it because it like it feels so unfinished in that way, so I'm gonna give you a pass, but yeah. And it's dark because there are yeah. no windows, so right, it feels right. very excuse me, I just burped for some reason. I'm not really <laughs> sure why. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, she comes in with some water for Luke speaking other languages, eating something or something. She just is chewing the whole time. Right. Which is really uncomfortable for me. I don't know why that made me uncomfortable, but it made me really uncomfortable. Because misophonia. Yeah. Um, and she goes to Dom, or she shows him her wound, which is the same yeah. wound like, that he has. wound. Yeah. And then she goes to Dom and, like, kind of hovers over him for a minute and then walks away without giving him water. Right. Because he doesn't have the mark mm. and then they sacrifice dom yeah basically well they take him upstairs and there's that scene where like luke is having to hear him scream yeah as they're prepping him for the sacrifice and which the, is like, the lady who i was wondering is supposed to be the woman whose cat- tent they found she oh. does kind of look like the woman in the picture but i'm not totally you're right sure and she does seem she seems more like like willing to communicate with him, yeah, you know. Whereas everybody English else is just like, and, yeah, it's just like, oh, it's you know, like nobody else is interested in explaining to him anything. They're just like, yeah, whatever. You have the thing. You're here. You yeah. don't. That's all you need. That right. would that would be interesting. 
And it's all she's also the one that tells us what's happening. Like up until this point, like all we know is they're being stalked through the woods. And yeah. she's the one that gives him the like the exposition we've been waiting for. Yeah. So So they So oh, and then it turns out so Dom's scary, scary, scary dream in the mm-hmm. beginning is actually him predicting or him getting a premonition of his death, you know, he yeah. describes it these people were sacrificing me and then I saw my wife and I just got like full body goosebumps thinking about this part again. (laughs) (laughs) So the night comes. Right. The night comes and Dom is tied to the thing they were building that was neither a house nor fences. No. And he starts, he sees his wife and he starts calling out his wife's name like in the dream. And she comes up to him and she puts her hands on it. It's so scary, Rachel. I know, I know. Okay, your turn. I did all the okay, other Okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, so he comes up and it's the thing he imagined in this, or he saw in this vision um, where she puts her hands on his face, but then her eyes like turn silvery. And then we finally get our first good look at the monster. And it is upsetting. It's like this hidden face tucked away inside. I don't even know what. I've never seen anything like it. It's absolutely terrifying. It's and- like if the body of a moose had an upside down man's body strapped to the front of its head. Yeah. Because it's like its face is down where the mouth would be, but it's it's oriented upright. So it's still eyes above mouth and the arms are still oriented like, you know, the right way. But and it has human sized hands, which for some reason were so creepy attached to this gigantic and weird <gasps> jaw things sticking out the front, like <sighs> like hu- like tusks. It is, I've never seen anything like it. It's amazing. It's absolutely fucking amazing. It, um, it's yeah. Oh my god, it's so scary. Like even if the rest of the movie wasn't entertaining, it's worth watching just to see this thing. Yeah, agreed. It's the best monster I've seen probably ever. I I'm the last time I saw a monster. I'm trying to think. The last time I saw a monster that, like, really freaked me out like that. And it was probably, like, the first Alien movie and Predator. Um, yeah. I'm t- I mean, there probably has been something else along the way, but just uh, to something to that it was so uncanny and s- that it, like, got under my skin. And what I love about this, I'm getting ahead of myself. I have a whole section about the creature, but uh, in my notes. But, like, it's every, like, it just unfolds. Like, every time you think you have a handle on what it is, it, <sighs> like it yeah. changes its body position and becomes a whole new monster it's really it's pretty fucking dope <laughs> it's so good it's so scary mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then it ugh yeah so we find and out it was so good because it wasn't like I feel like a lot of times monsters you only see parts of it at a right. time and you only get a couple of good full but this one like we saw the whole thing you know or you know it was very, it was very exposed to the monster and it stayed scary. It stayed scary. Right. Like usually in a movie, you either see the monster too early and then it's like a letdown or it saves it to the end. And then once you see it, it like defangs it and it stops being creepy. And yeah. this is the super rare instance where what we see on the screen is so bizarre and so horrifying that all those little breadcrumbs and hints that we've got throughout the runtime of the movie actually feels like a payoff like somehow it manages to be worse than the thing that we imagined which usually the thing in your head always beats whatever ends up on screen i yeah it's so rare to be like 
whoa, that's way fucking scarier than what I thought it was going to be. I know. The more you see it and the more you see it move and the more you see it interact with Luke and with the people, the scarier it gets. And I don't understand how they achieved that. Like, they, there's got to be, like, a deal with the devil happening here because how do you, like... How do you even come up with that? Yeah. It's and then amazing. pull it off. It's not even, like, like it's so, you know, it's not... A, they somehow managed to get this perfect, like, ideation of this terrifying monster coexisting with the perfect execution of it. Right. It's, I don't, I and, don't understand how they did it. And, like, we've kind of gotten a hint of what it looks like. We didn't realize that at the time, that thing in the, the uh, attic in the first house. But instead of making it less crazy when you actually see it, like, you go like, oh, that's what it is. And, oh, my God, it's so much worse. It's so much and there's something about the playing with the scale of like how it's this tall lean thing that can hide so effectively and camouflage itself but then there's also parts of it that are small and can like he, like make it feel like there's like human intelligence in it like with yeah. the hands and the and the face and the eyes so it's both giant and monstrous and uh, like imposing but also really creepy in a way that like it it's not just this large monster that can crush you like it actually you can your brain can wrap around with that yes it's oh it's so good it's so good oh my god it gave me such a thrill (laughs) i'm just so impressed by this monster you're right like if even if i didn't and i did enjoy the whole movie oh good but even if i didn't it was like, you know, ritual, or not ritual, um, indigenous, where, like, the movie was awful. But the monster was actually really cool, you right, know? Like, right, Man, this just, yeah. whole nother level. Yep, I agree. I mean, that's, I mean, I realized I didn't really remember that much about the movie. So when I was watching, I was still enjoying it, but I was, like, waiting for this reveal again. I was waiting for the person I was watching it with to see what this thing was. Because I remembered it was freaky. And even having seen it before, I still didn't remember how fucked up it was. So it was Ugh. fun to see again. Um, I also, we skipped over, but like uh, Luke eventually escapes from his, like after Dom is killed, he's able to like break his thumb and get out of his oh, findings. Yeah. And he goes upstairs because he hears this like really upsetting growling chanting noise. And we see the reveal of like what's upstairs. And the woman, when she came in and explained that like he was this bastard son of loki and like part of the jotun um she also said like he gives us eternal life and you know like you're gonna bow or he'll kill you and then he's gonna it's gonna be a an honor to serve him but then you go upstairs and you see like the ancient like husks of people who are like have this awful curse of eternal life that they're just up there chanting and rotting yeah it was such a cool moment, like when it starts to breathe and you realize they're alive. Ah, it's so good! <laughs> yeah. And he just sets their asses on fire. Oh, so good. Which starts just the... Right. What's the, the opposite of escalation? I feel like it's not de-escalation. <laughs> or is um, it? Like when something just like kind, of, kind of comes apart, right? Yeah. Like it, yeah, there's a word for it, but now because you said that, it's gone. Like it's, yes. Yeah. Like it well, just disintegrates. It just starts the de-escalation of this little forest community that yeah. worships the scariest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> right. <laughs> so in the end, spoiler alert, from the very beginning, Luke manages, he refuses to kneel and he manages to get away. 
in a really creepy chasing when he's like running. The thing with it is you never know if because what you come to realize towards the end of the movie when they get when basically when they get to the cabin is that this thing has been hurting them. And so you never yeah. really know if where the, he's going is actually where this thing wants it to go. Wants him to go. So yeah. like when he's running down the hallway, I'm like, do you run away from the hallway or, you know, like, cause there's like the lights, you know, above him. Do yeah. you run through that or do you run away from it? You know, but or um, even, is there even an option that's not already like decided? Like, yeah, is this just cat and mouse at this point or, or, yeah. or do I have a, ch- or do I just sit down and like, Ugh. Yeah, but he does manage to get away, which I I don't know. Like I guess like is that like the there's like a more nihilistic version of this where like he gets killed and that's the end of that, and then we just see like you know maybe the picture of of uh what's his face like up on the hill and like the someone finds the camera with the selfie of all of them together or something. Like oh, there's yeah. that version, but I kind of loved that he got away. I don't know. You know, it didn't upset me, and you know me, like, I don't like it when they get away in the end. Yeah, you like, I like a, a, a bad ending. I'm fine with a bad ending for but everyone. But I didn't, I didn't actually, it didn't bother me that he made it in this movie. Right. Even though, like, I feel like it's a little cheesy sometimes when you have a character that goes in that has all this emotional pain that they've been harboring, and then at the end, because of these completely unrelated events, they are now able to get rid of the guilt or whatever and scream it out into the sky, much as right. like what he does in this movie. But it didn't actually bother me. Yeah, and I don't even feel like he got rid of the guilt. Like, all his fucking friends are dead. <laughs> yeah, I think what happened then is he probably... I mean, have you... I read this uh, Crack.com article once that was like the five real world endings that would have happened after these movies or whatever. And it talked right. about movies. And, and this one's the one where it's like, he doesn't go back to life as usual. Like this is how he ends also, up. Also, does on... he go to prison? <laughs> right. <laughs> he's covered with like his friend's blood. <laughs> he's going to come out of these woods raving about a monster and a cult city. That's now that he burned down. Like, right. <laughs> his story's going to read as this crazy man went into the woods murdered his friends found a cabin of people set it on fire and then came out of the woods with a story about a monster right Mm. i mean like you'd hope that old spin who runs the lodge would believe him because he lives next door to the like haunted forest but you just never know you never know yeah oh yeah on top of that you would have to show up to the lodge and like all dirty and barefoot because they took his shoes for some reason i mean sure just to make it harder to run away i assume right but he's gonna have to show up like barefoot exhausted dirty covered in blood and being like i need to cancel my reservation (laughs) (laughs) am i gonna get my deposit back on this room because i'm not paying for all these guys rooms Although they did uh, find the wallet, and then he could use the stolen credit card from the other missing man (laughs) to pay for his hotel rooms. There you go. He could just start all over. He could be, you know, whatever that is. He just become that dude. There you go. Okay, I like this version of the story. That goes from monster movie to, like, catch me if you can. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Okay, so what'd you think? What'd you think of the movie? What are your I thoughts? I really, really liked it. Oh, I'm so glad. Really a lot. It was really scary. It was, and again, I'm just still kind of in awe that they were able to pull this monster off. Right. Because even sometimes you see monsters where you're like, conceptually, this is terrifying. Execution-wise, yeah. it doesn't look good. Yeah. You know, but this was both conceptualized 
and executed so well. I see it when I close my eyes sometimes. Right. Just those little skinny, miscolored arms oh. coming off of this giant and the, like, banshee eyes. and Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I was reading about how they made him and, like, basically, like, some of it is CGI, but all the stuff where they're, like, interacting is, like, a person in something. <gasps> really? That's why it looks so good, is there is practical effects in it. So, Ooh. like, when some, when, she, when it's touching that person's face, that actor was having their face grabbed by that. Oh. <laughs> so there's so potentially, like, a whole set of people who have very vivid nightmares. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Including me. Um, yeah. Awesome! I'm so glad you liked it. Um, I, I mean, I here's the thing is like with this type of story i feel like it's like a subgenre of its own like people lost in the woods losing their minds because of a supernatural force like there's an entire series about this called the blair witch you know pro you know yeah. but mm -hmm. for me i think this is to me I i'm glad you like it but i you know this to me is the very best of that type of movie yeah because it actually feels genuinely scary um and like i feel like for the most part, they're not a bunch of people making stupid mistakes and pissing me off. Like, the Dom thing, deciding to follow the path was dumb. But for the most part, like, I could understand why people were making the decisions they were. Right. Like, I don't think Dom should have thrown a hissy fit and just wandered off down the path, thus forcing the other guys to go with him. But I right. understand that in his frustration and being like, well, we're not going anywhere else and i want to get out of here right. i can understand him being like i'm just gonna go you know what i'm just gonna go you guys do whatever you want i'm just gonna go mm -hmm. you know i get it it made sense i agree like i i can understand it like you knew when he did it you're like oh fatal fatal mistake yeah. yeah although to be honest i don't even know if they had kept going if it would like i feel like they were pretty much under the thumb of this thing at this point but uh yeah that was the one moment where i was just kind of like oh come on guys um the other thing that makes this really work for me is the forest setting. Um, there's lots of movies that take place in a forest, but there was something about this one in particular that I felt was especially scary. And they do such a good job of showing how easy it would be to get lost in the woods. Like there's a certain quality of the light where it can't kind of break through um, the treetops and how like at some point the trees all look exactly alike. It's really disorienting. Yeah. And like I, the trees themselves were really like frightening the way they look sharp. Like you, they look dangerous and like you could really injure yourself on them. And you know, it just makes the entire setting feel extremely dangerous and, and yeah. Sinister. And it starts to kind of, mess with your depth perception yes. because you're just seeing like basically the same tree at different depths so that everything looks flat you know kind of all of a sudden and especially if you're panicking and stressed out and exhausted right. and angry at everybody that you're stuck in the woods with mm -hmm. and it doesn't Man, a lot of things on this movie touched a personal nerve for me <laughs> i'm like yeah i know exactly how it feels to be stuck in the woods with people that you're so mad at right now <laughs> yes you know for the characters i feel like for the most part i really liked like i i I mean, they're not super fleshed out, especially poor Phil. Phil gets such short shrift in this. I know. Like, he's just there to, like, be naked. Like, I would have actually wished there was more of Phil. Like, there's, they hint at something in the movie about his feet not getting better. And, like, oh, yeah. And, like, having the wrong shoes. And I, if I recall in the book, that's more of a thing where his feet are, like, rotting. But they don't. Ew. I feel, yeah, I feel like they may have 
cut that. Like maybe it was originally there because there's a mention of it, but they don't really give him much. Um, but like everybody else, I feel like the performances were really strong in this, especially uh, Luke. That brief ball, I think, killed the performance in this. Mm-hmm. Like you can really feel his terror and like his horror when he sees the like the monster and like the grief and regret. Like you said, he has like sad face through this whole movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think just sort of across the board, the, the performances are really great, especially um, him and Dom in that scene. The, the scene in particular I'm thinking of is the one we talked about where he's like being prepared for the sacrifice. He's come back from being prepared and they're having this conversation about the dream that he had. And he's like making Luke promise to talk to his wife and say, like, oh, yeah. I tried to get back to her. And like, you can see on Luke's face and in his eyes just this total mixture of despair and denial and like and acceptance in Dom's face of his fate and and terror of what that actually means. And I just these characters that had been fighting and frustrating and, you know, maybe not super well fleshed out in that moment, like I was so on board because of the the really impressive performances. Um of the characters like i was like okay i'm totally bought into these people now yeah i agree and i you know there's not a ton of characterization in the in the script i don't think but i feel like what this movie did was it picked like actually really skilled actors so that even though there wasn't a ton on the page they through performance were able to flesh them out in a way that made them feel more dimensional than the script necessarily yeah gave them to do especially dom and and luke who are not characters at the beginning you think you're going to be like super on board with right especially not dom yeah you know and i thought luke was going to be just so self-pitying right and then even in because you know like i said they have this character often where it's the one that has the guilt and then whatever cathartic events happen and but i feel like those characters always end up being really attached to whatever they feel guilty about even in the face of monsters being chased whereas right. luke definitely you could see that he was like well that's gonna be the back burner for a minute because the monster <laughs> thing's gotta take yeah. all the precedence until i get out of these woods yep i totally agree I, and i think what ha- what we kind of learn is maybe that he's not a coward he had a moment of cowardice and that is a sympathetic thing because, like, we've all had that moment where, like, we didn't do the right thing. I mean, not, yeah. not to that extreme, but you know what I mean? And yeah. and I think the reason that that, that um, the Jotun picked him was because it thought, like, oh, this person is weak. Uh, this person will kneel. But it turned out it was, like, like, he actually was a lot tougher. And the bond that he had with his friends was a lot stronger than maybe it seemed. Because, they're, yeah. like, they're in this rocky place. And I don't know how much of this is in the movie and how much of it is informed by having read the books. But, like, the dynamic of the friendship is really um, fraught. Because, like, Luke is someone who doesn't have a family. He's kind of, like, his career's kind of a mess. He's, like, bordering on alcoholism. Um, and then the other guys have all kind of moved on with their lives. They have families. They have careers. That kind of thing. And it's like they've reached this age where they're starting to separate in their friendship. And so it's creating this tension because there's, like, resentment kind of going both ways. And and the thing was is that their friend Robert was sort of the glue kind of keeping that friendship together. So it's very tenuous. And so in this moment with Dom, when they're like having this heart to heart, you realize that like this, these bonds run deeper and like there is still a connection there. And I think that's sort of what ultimately allows Luke to escape is like, even though like superficially, it seems like 
maybe he's weak and he can be picked off from the herd, but in reality, <clears throat> he's actually a lot stronger. Yeah. I don't know. Um, okay, so film craft. Sorry, I have all my notes here. I'm almost done. Um, I thought this movie was beautifully shot. You're the film the film school nerd, so you can tell me. But to me, I felt like it was beautifully lit, especially yeah. considering how much of this movie happens in the dark. Like, I, you know what I hate is when scenes are so dark, you can't see what the fuck is happening. Yeah, and right? This... And we're all, in this day and age, everybody's watching things across, you know, different kinds of devices. Yes. So you can't just assume, like, well, the TV will be able to handle the blacks. I'm like, well, but what if I'm watching this on my laptop or my tablet or something that doesn't have the ability to do different blacks as well, Right. You know? But I agree. For as much as it happens in the dark, it's not ever you're like, well, I guess I'll just listen to stumbling sounds until we right. get Right. <laughs> right. Like, you always see what you need to see. Yeah. Which I think is great. Um, I also thought the way that, like, the early shots when they're outside of the woods and it's just, like, this expansive landscape shots, like, aerial shots. Maybe they were drone shots. I don't know. But they were beautiful. And you saw this huge, wide open country. And then as soon as they get into the woods, it just like slams close. And you get Mm -hmm. the like total feeling of claustrophobia. Yeah. Also, the sound design I thought that in this was really amazing. Like the monster noises, (gasps) which are... you, I mean, you and I both have heard a lot of monster growls. And this was the one that I was like, if... If monsters were real, that is what they would sound like. Right, because it's... 100%. Like, it sort of sounds like maybe it could just be weird wood noises, or it could be something worse. And as it goes on, it gets more and more, like, breathy and monstery, and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, and then also the chanting of the people upstairs is so oh. unnerving, because it sounds, like, growly and sort of, like... You can, like, it kind of has, like, a black metal vibe to it. Just, yeah. it felt very Nordic, very foreign, very evil. And I, I loved that. Um, and then we've talked a ton about the monster, so I guess I don't really have anything else to say there except for that it was the total star of the movie. And so amazing. And it's just, it's really, I mean, I feel bad for all future horror movies that come after it for me because <laughs> it's gonna a be, bar yeah. has been set. <laughs> right? I mean, in terms of monster design, I don't know. Like, I'm going to go see The Meg this weekend because, hello! And I, I think can't believe you're going to see that me. IMAX. That's I want terrifying. to. I know. Oh my god, I can't wait. I'm so excited. I want to see Eat All the People. So <laughs> I actually so even big. just watching the trailer on my phone screen, like when in when it goes to bite the bubble and the little right? girl, oh my it god. makes my stomach tense. And I it actually like the first time I saw it, it was tiny. It's on my phone. I'm not even near the ocean. I saw. It, I went, oh god. <laughs> <sighs> so you feel like I'm gonna that's gonna still be enjoyable because it's a real life monster that is already just sort of rooted in fear that I already have. But like supernatural creatures. It's going to be hard to top this thing. I would rather go into the ocean than the Swedish woods now. 100%. Like, if you, I mean, no, no question. No question. You don't want something to, like, with black hands to push your face into the ground and make you kneel to it? No, I will hang out in the ocean and just wait to be I'm on the plate! I'm like, right? Just going to be like, I'm on the plate. It's over. At least I'm not in the woods. Oh, shit. So, yeah, overall... Big thumbs up for me. How about you? Yeah, definitely. Definitely would recommend. Yay! All right. So, if you were going to watch this, what should you drink while you watch it? I realized that 
last episode might have been my prophecy dream because this is the movie that should be early times, oh! right? <laughs> <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> oh, you're funny. Like, uh, like what? Like, are you gonna like mix it with some meat or something? Yeah. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. <laughs> Out of some sort of like, what is it? Like tankard? Is that what like they're a, called? Like a hollowed out horn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On a leather strap. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excellent. Just eating meat with your hands. <laughs> mm, I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, now I'm hungry too. And I also want a beer. Oh my god, I I drank after we talked last time. It was, oh, I was gonna ask. It actually. was glorious. Also, I'm a total fucking cheap date now. I had like two beers and I was like, let's get <laughs> So just so you know, it's gonna be fun when I come to Portland. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Okay, so early times is an excellent pairing with this. Um, we don't have any feedback this week, uh, but if you wanted to get in touch with us, there are lots of ways to do it. You can email or email us at rachel at zombiegirls.com, or you can go on our Facebook page and send us a message there or comment on the post. Is that the right word? Yeah, comment on the post. Yeah. And uh, we do check that pretty regularly, so we'll definitely see those messages. And if you like the show... Leave us a return. Uh, leave us a review on. Shut up. <laughs> if you like, leave, the show, us, leave, leave us the returns on the iView. All the people <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Alright, if you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes. Five stars. K thanks. Um, yeah. I think that's it. Except for we just gotta decide what we're gonna pick for next week. Yeah. So this next episode is a Mars pick. It is. What are we doing? So I I I'm I'm assuming this will be all right. I'm deviating from okay. the familiar and I'm I would like to pick a movie on Amazon Prime. Oh yeah, totally. Of Netflix. Yeah. So this is a movie I have seen it, but I only saw it for the first time ever like last week. Okay. And the whole time I was watching it, all I could think was like, holy shit, I want to talk about this movie with Rachel. Like, oh! I want to hear Rachel talk about this movie. Um, it's on Amazon Prime, like I said. It's called Coherence. Have you seen it? It's got Nicholas Brennan in it. <laughs> Coherence. Nicholas Brennan. Wait a minute. Is this... Uh, maybe is there are they at a party and then yeah unexpected... it's my favorite genre of horror movie people go to a dinner party and everything goes wrong let's do it let's do it yes 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 have you seen it or i saw it a long time ago and i remember general things about it but not specific so i really like it because it's like i said my favorite genre of movie not even horror movie just movie in general is People get together for a, a dinner party or brunch and things go wrong. Like, um, like, you know, what was it? Uh, Would You Rather? Uh-huh. Or oh, yeah. It's a Disaster. <laughs> coherence. Okay, let's do Coherence. That sounds great. And it's also kind of puzzly, and I like puzzly. Like, you have to work at this movie a little bit. Okay. All right. So that's it. We're going to do Coherence. That'll be really fun. Um, Where'd my notes go? Okay. So anything else before we wrap it up? Uh, no, I don't think so. Right. I think that's about it. I've just, you know, even more so not going to go out into the woods than I would have before. <laughs> I know. it's. See, this is the perfect thing for me because I'm so not outdoorsy. <laughs> it's like, this will never happen. Like, and I'm like, I'm invasion, that's my That's my worry. That's my danger zone. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, I'm okay with like daytime woods as long as it's like 
you know, like my brother and his girlfriend just did a camping trip where they had to backpack in because the the site was, you know, several miles from parking spots or whatever. And that's a little much for me, especially if you're sleeping out there. Yeah. And it's like, I am five miles walking from my car right now. Like that's not, Mm -mm. you know, but I could do like a day trip out to the woods and be completely fine and be, and have fun and, you know, things like that. But nighttime woods. Right. Like the ones around your house. And even even nighttime woods, without monsters or bears, I keep always having the thought where I'm like, but there are real life people who look for people who are camping so they can rob and murder them. Mm-hmm. Those are real life things that happen. And so even if I'm not seeing monsters or bears or coyotes or whatever in the woods, now I'm seeing actual murderers and being like, yeah, yeah, you could say that it's unlikely but it's still fucking likely. So, <laughs> like, it's either still monsters, fucking heaven. predators, um, so monsters, predators, human monsters, or you can, like, 127 hours yourself. Like, stay <laughs> in the house! <laughs> God, day trips! Go, go enjoy nature in the sunshine in the daytime. Make Nighttime sure you have a cell safe. phone on you with, like, reception, if possible. Just the night is a dangerous time. All right, let's leave it there, folks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like nighttime. All right, Marzi, take us out. Thanks for coming back and watch watch the movie because you cannot get spoiled on Coherence no, before don't do watching it. it. Yeah. Cannot. You have two weeks. Get it do together, it. people. You it's got very this. important this week. I'm very adamant. I very liked this movie. I very liked this movie. That's where we're at now. <laughs> I, mean, I very liked this movie. I would do. I would do. Well, it means an hour and 42 minutes. We talked for an hour and 42 minutes. That That's a lot. That's yeah. a lot. For people who work oh. from home, that's a lot of talking. I know. Right. Um, before we go, I had an amendment to the game you, or, uh, when you asked me if there was a horror movie that I would do oh. as an experience or whatever. I was So I've been thinking about it a lot because, you know, I also work from home. I spend a lot of time thinking about things that are not important. <laughs> but I was thinking about this game. Like, if you did the the Cabin in the Woods experience right, where you go right. with a group, you pick your monster, and then, like, people from your group, if they are if they get tagged by the monster or whatever, then they're, quote-unquote, disemboweled or dead or whatever, and they have to go wait in a room and watch the rest of their friends on hidden cameras finish it. Oh, my God, that like, but... so funny. And then, yeah, right? Because then at least you get to watch the rest of your friends do this, even if you're the first one to die. But then I was like, but what if every person who gets killed, quote unquote, when they go back to the waiting room gets to like roll a die or something or pull a stick. And if they get the lucky number, then they get to be the person that's presumed dead, but comes back in the (gasps) end, you know? That's great! And then you get to like watch up until a certain point. And then the people in the game are like, all right, let's douse you in blood and send you back out there. Oh, see, how are we going to make this happen? I don't know, because I think we have, like, I think this is how we never work in another office again. Yes! This idea. <laughs> Did I tell you about when I went to the Void, that Star Wars thing? No. In Disney? Okay, so in downtown Disney, there's actually several locations now, but there's this thing, it's called the Void, and they had one for Ghostbusters, and currently the one is for Star Wars, and it's this really advanced AI, not AI, um, what is it called? Augmented Reality? Oh. VR? A- yeah. VR, that's yeah. it. And, like, to the point where you have this, like, 20-pound backpack on and, like, a helmet that you put on and a (gasps) visor. But it is so realistic. Is it the one where you, like, 
walk or run on the thing so it look feels well, like you're, you're really you're walking around in like a warehouse basically oh but, but you're seeing the the yes uh, oh that's so cool but like something like that if they could figure out a way to make the vr like the backpack not so heavy and like you know the helmet not so big like that yeah. would be perfect for our game that would be so cool because then you could see the monsters you could like see people die like you could fight with them you could shoot at them without risk of actually getting hurt or hurting an actor (laughs) but it's so immersive that like you feel like it's really happening because like your your brain tricks you like yeah um so like when they did the ghostbusters one apparently there's a part where you're like on a ledge and they created like this one little like one inch step (laughs) that your feet kind of your toes kind of go over so it feels like and there's like a fan so it feels like you're walking on the ledge of a building oh my god and like your eyes are telling you that these things are happening and so it like psychosomatically makes your body feel it (gasps) so you feel like you are living in this thing it is so amazing like i cannot wait till it's like like they can do it everywhere for multiple things. It's the most, it's one of the most amazing experiences of my life. It's too short. It's only like 15 minutes. And I was like, <laughs> but like, that would be, so, and I, at, right afterward, I was like, okay, I want an alien version of this. I want a Jurassic Park version oh, of this. Jurassic Park would be so cool. I want a Meg version of this. <laughs> I would just be peeing down my leg the whole time yeah, if it was a Meg version. It's, really scary it would be really scary but like i want like an eight like i want to see xenomorphs and shit oh so scary or like you know have a giant fucking t-rex blow shit in my face you know like that would just like because you know like if they did the thing where like it you know every jurassic park movie has a thing where it like roars but like what if they had like air blowing on you and like the loud and you could oh be so amazing a little bit of misty yes yes see they could totally put a mister on it that would be so cool and also yeah it's the key to our it's how we do it this is yeah because then you like have programmed versions of different things like whatever you pick in this room like that's the adventure you go on and it's infinitely replayable (gasps) because you have like 40 or 50 artifacts right yeah and I do Ugh. love the idea of, like, if you get killed, like, one of you gets to come back as the the surprise. As, yeah. The third act surprise. Like, I'm still alive! Even if you get killed first and you're like, man, but then you get to watch your friends right? go through get the rest so of it. Right? Get so scared. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, especially if there were cameras pointing inside the, the um, the helmets so oh, you can so see you their see faces. <laughs> yes! Yes! Oh my god, we're gonna be rich! <laughs> we are! You better not put this part on the internet. Someone's gonna steal this. Oh, damn, In a year right. from now, we'll see an ad that's like, now, Cabin in the Woods Experience Park. And we're like, no! <laughs> and then I'd go and throw my money. I'd be like, take all my monies. <laughs> Here you go. You already took my future. Take my money, too. <laughs> But this was really fun. Did we say yeah. goodbye? We wrapped up, didn't we? I think so. Uh, I think let's we said do it enough. again just in case. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, because I was like, I feel like whatever I said to wrap it up blended into me just being like, oh, wait, here are right. my thoughts from my mind. I mean, if it's there, cool. But if it's not, I don't want to have to ADR it because it always sounds so obvious when I'm like adding things in. Yeah. So, Mars, take us out. Thanks for coming back. Watch Coherence. Come back next two weeks. In two weeks. Two weeks. And bye. Bye.
I my phone's not on silent, and this is like the one time when one of my very closest friends that I haven't actually talked to in like months just both called and texted and messaged me. Oh, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm doing something. Do you need to call? Do you need to pause and call them? No, it's fine. Okay, okay. It's usually the last time she texted me was because she found a taxidermied moose knuckle, so I'm pretty sure this is going to be similar, but not time, time, you know. Oh my god, why does that make, like, feel very on brand? (laughs) Yeah, she's my Alaska friend. Uh, Ah, okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I wanted her to buy it and then turn it into a cod piece, because that seems... Yeah, or Merkin. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) All right, sorry, go ahead.